It's a Seattle Kraken game day, Seattle hockey fans. Welcome to this episode of Locked on Kraken. We are going to hear from Philip Grubauer. We're going to talk about a milestone for Jaden Schwartz and go over some stats and facts that you need to know ahead of game number five. And of course, our watch party later tonight. That's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. From the depths of the standings in year one to the base of that playoff mountain in year two, the Seattle Kraken have clinched their very first spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. For those of us meeting for the first time, my name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of Locked on Kraken, have been since the very beginning. I am also the founder of Black Rosie Media, where we are set to empower and create community for Black women and melanated creators in sports media. If you don't know me, just a real quick recap. I did some writing for NHL Seattle before they were the Seattle Kraken, and that's what got me started on this journey right here with your only podcast that comes to you five days a week covering the Seattle Kraken. After being able to work with what we now know as the Seattle Kraken as a writer, I stepped into the podcast booth, or in this case, my hotel room, and brought you amazing stories from the Seattle Kraken, including this playoff run. The everydayers, you know that I also am a women's hockey broadcaster and have been bringing you that coverage over on Locked on NHL with our women's hockey spotlight. But for the everydayers, or again, if we're meeting for the first time, if you're listening on audio or watching on YouTube, thanks again for making Locked on Kraken part of the Locked on Podcast Network, a part of your daily routine. You can, of course, catch us wherever you're listening or watching right now, but you can also listen on the Sirius SXM app. All you have to do is search Kraken and Locked on Kraken will show up. But did you know? You can also listen to your favorite hometown or away broadcasts on the Sirius XSM app. So I highly recommend you check that out. Let's get into the goods. It's a game day. That's right, Seattle hockey fans. And the Seattle Kraken are looking for a dub. Now, I wrote some notes. I told you I had some notes here. We're going to go over a few things because some interesting statistics here. Um... I want you to hear a little bit in a little bit. We're going to hear from Dave Haxtell on Philip Grubauer and taking him out of the game in game four. Then we will hear from Philip Grubauer himself later on in the show, just talking about momentum, talking about the playoffs so far and sprinkled in between. I'm going to give you some statistics, everything from goals scored, the fan duel odds going into this matchup. So it's going to be a jam packed show and there'll be even more later tonight when we do our live watch party. Now, if you're an everydayer or if you join the live watch parties, you know, I have a little bit of an engagement just before puck drops. So we're going to start the chat or the plan is to start the chat at 9 p.m. Central Time. 
So a little bit after the game starts, I should be on with you. If not, I will be in the chat and we'll hang out that way. Let's get into it. So last episode was yesterday, and I have to apologize to the everyday audio listeners that went up a little bit later today for you, but I went live on YouTube for our our kind of post-mortem, and I, I used a line from Allison Lucan. It's deja vu in reverse, and that gets me to the first bullet points that I want to talk about. We're going into game five. That means four games have already been played. The series is split. Two games for Seattle Kraken, two wins for the Seattle Kraken, two wins for the Dallas Stars. So when you look at the when you look at the breakdown, the Seattle Kraken have scored 17 goals, 17 goals in this series alone. I'm not talking about the Colorado series that went the distance, went seven. So all these numbers I'm giving you are just for the Dallas series. The Dallas Stars have scored 16 goals in four games. So that's a goal differential plus one for Seattle. There have been no shutouts in this game. The lowest that either team has scored in any one game has been two goals. The Seattle Kraken scored two goals in game two. The Dallas Stars scored two goals in game three. How are we scoring? I've been talking about this a lot on Locked on Kraken because the Seattle Kraken, well, we score by committee. And here's a little bit of the breakdown. The most goals in this series alone, not the full playoffs. That goes to Jaden Schwartz. And we're going to talk about him, especially later on in the show. But right now he has three goals in this series alone, including a brace. And you're going to hear from Dave Haxtell talk about just the type of player that Jaden uh, Schwartz is. But right behind him, you've got three other players that have scored two goals in this series alone. And that is uh, Justin Schultz, defenseman, Yanni Gord, alternate captain, and Jordan Eberle, alternate captain. So you have Schwartz, Eberle, and Gord. All of our alternate captains have scored at least two goals in this series. Now, defenders or defensemen, I say defenders, defenders have scored four of our 17 goals in this series. Um, other goal scorers, Bjorkstrand has gotten on the board, Tolvanen, Wenberg, Larson got on the board in, in the last game in game four, Cartier, Beniers. So, we're getting scoring. We're getting that by committee scoring. But there is something special, again, about Sh uh, Schwartz, Schultz, Gord, and Eberly. And on this episode, I've talked about Yanni Gord and his impact. I've talked about uh, Justin Schultz. Really throughout this season, I thought he was going to be a pretty big boon. He had some pretty big games for us early on. And in the Colorado series, he was pretty amazing. And I really like the play of Everly. But today we're going to focus on just, uh, excuse me, Jaden Schwartz. And that's because he has a pretty important milestone coming up. But stick around for on this episode of Locked on Kraken. We'll get to that and the amazing Piper Shaw and Allison Lucan asking 
about Jaden Schwartz. But right now, I want to take you over to Dave Haxtell. He's going to talk from his perspective about Philip Grubauer. We're going to then take our first break. And coming back, we'll hear from Philip Grubauer. But here's Dave Haxtell, head coach of the Seattle Kraken, talking about Philip Grubauer and his performance in game four. And of course, by extension, talking about other goaltender, Martin Jones, as well. With uh, with Grubauer, and I know it wasn't all him last night, but how, how confident are you that he's going to bounce back? Just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know that there's really a bad goal there, right? right? So, I mean, there's different situations why you make a change. Um, you know, Gruby's been rock solid for us. He's, you know, he's been... He's been better than rock solid. So you know, we wanted to get Jonesy in there. Uh, the score was stretched out. Um, good opportunity to, you know, to get Gruby out and get Jonesy some, uh, some minutes. So, yeah, we've got all the confidence in the world in Gruby. Going, <laughs> going back to your question about just talking about Jaden Schwartz, uh, we talk about guys like Jordan Eberle and Yanni Gord a lot in terms of leadership in the locker room, but he obviously also wears a letter. What do you think he brings to this team in the locker room? We're going to get to that in a little bit, Dave Haxtell, so you hold on to that thought. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, like I said, want to talk a little bit more about Jaden Schwartz. I want to talk about Philip Grubauer, um, but I loved what we heard there from Dave Haxtell. You know, Philip Grubauer has been doing everything and more that he needs for this team. He's not the challenge, but let's talk about some data and stats that we'll be, that we'll be looking at heading into Game 5 tonight. But first, I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Game Time. Now, if you travel as much as I do, or maybe you just like to go to your favorite shows, obviously you're a sports fan, theater, comedy, all of that and more, and you want to find the best deal, then Game Time is the app for you. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. You shouldn't have to worry about opening this email and going to that app and then doing this and doing that. Game time gets everything to you. You get not only your ticket sent directly to you, but you get to um, find easy. It's an easy way to find and buy tickets. You have flash deals and last minute deals. You have a 100 and 10% guarantee. That means that the game time guarantee will always give you the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's right, your full fee and then some. So we want you to be able to snag tickets without stress. So we want you to use game time. Download the game time app. Create an account and use code locked on NHL. That will get you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. But again, go to the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine, the everydayers. Thank you for being here, whether you are listening on your favorite audio platform, including now Sirius SXM. All you have to do is search Kraken, and the Locked on Kraken show will pop up. You can also listen to your favorite hometown or 
two-way broadcast team like Everett Fitzhugh and Dave Tomlinson, for example. We always appreciate you coming here. Now, I talked about what's coming up on the show. We're going to hear from Philip Grubauer. We're going to talk more about Jaden Schwartz. But just so you know what's coming up this week, we have to talk Coachella Valley Firebirds. Obviously, we're going to have a Game 5 recap. And there might even be some fun little trinkets from our live watch parties. They get kind of wild. We have a good time. Some of you know everydayers and live watchers know the story behind this hat. So make sure you're joining us a lot of different ways, especially with our first ever postseason run. We're having a good time. But... Let's get into Philip Grubauer a little bit here. Now, I talked about this on yesterday's episode, The Everydayers. You know, I am not here for the slandering of Philip Grubauer, even though he did get pulled in that game. Um, he seems to be in good spirits. I think he has been playing well for the Seattle Kraken, but don't take my word for it. Let's take you over to the team stats. Now, the stats, as I talked about yesterday in the game, um, against Dallas on Tuesday night. Those are not his best stats. Um, but as we just heard from Dave Haxel in the first segment, you know, I don't know that there was a bad goal. You know, there was that really weird goalie interference. We talked about that yesterday. Philip Grubauer is six and five in the playoffs. He's got a 2.97 goals against average and a 909 save percentage. No shutouts, but he's doing what he has to do. Martin Jones has a save percentage of a, a perfect save percentage. He's batting a thousand. Well, he's not batting, but he's saving everything. Um, and you heard from Dave Haxel that getting Jones in the game, giving Fr Philip Grubauer some rest is what he wanted to do. But that's one side of the story. Let's hear what Philip Grubauer had to say after um, game four. He spoke yesterday ahead of game five. Uh, just, to, you know, how much are you looking forward to get back in there and, and getting a chance to rebound here for game five? Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, I mean, it's 2-2. Two -two. Uh, they had a tough game uh, the game before, and I don't think we played the way we wanted to play. So it's, uh, it's another opportunity tomorrow to um, grab the lead here and, uh, yeah, come back home. How much do you kind of just roll with things? It doesn't seem like there's really been a... a that's what I'm looking for, uh, uh, momentum in this series. It seems like it's been very back and forth with somebody resting control. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, when you play a pretty good team, um, they're, they're really good with, with what they do, and they've been successful all year, and so have we been. So it's, uh, nobody said it was going to be easy. Sorry, didn't know you were hey, Yeah, no, I, I didn't know you guys were coming, so. Yeah, so it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Phil, I apologize if this has been asked, but you've been so dialed in this series. Do you feel a difference in your game or your preparedness right now? Uh, nothing has really changed in my the way I prepare. I think it's it's more like how we how we play as a team. Uh, everybody does their job, and uh, we're getting getting in lanes and blocking shots and making sure like um, stuff stuff uh, gets shot from the outside. So uh, makes it makes it easy for me. Have you? This series, the play may be more even than the scores represent each game. You know, there, there's maybe a big difference between the team that wins and loses, but the play's been pretty even. Is that how you see it as well? Yeah, I think it's been pretty even in the in the Colorado series as well, um, all season long with both teams, and especially with this team. Um, it's been some pretty uh, pretty crazy scores here uh, over the last couple 
couple games, but yeah, every everything matters. Every little detail matters. Everything, uh, every situation, every power play, every penalty kill um, could turn the game around. And uh, yeah. So that's Philip Grubauer. There are a handful of things that I liked. You heard Allison Lucan's voice. I'm not sure who the first reporter was. I believe someone local to Dallas. But asking if this is maybe a little bit more of an even series. So I told you the goal, the goals overall, 17 goals for Seattle, 16 for Dallas. So that would point to what Allison Lucan was asking. But also the disparity sometimes game to game is very interesting. So Here's the breakdown. In game one, it was a 5-4 overtime win uh, by Seattle. In game two, 4-2 win for Dallas. Game three was that 7-2 win for Seattle. Game four was a 6-3 win for Dallas. So we're going Seattle, Dallas, Seattle, Dallas, Seattle, Dallas. And as we talked about on yesterday's episode, essentially this is a three-game series. And so if we're swapping wins and two of those games are going to be on the road, assuming that we go the distance, well, there you go. Odds in our favor for that. That being said, there's another nugget that Philip Grubauer gave me and if you're an everydayer, you've been listening since the beginning, I have talked about that there is just a feeling that for whatever reason, this team historically has played a little fidgety in front of Philip Grubauer. And you know what's not happening now? They are not playing fidgety. Now, yes, we had that 6-3 game, that game six against Colorado. Not great. But everything you hear across the board, Bjorkstrand talked to media. Dave Haxtell obviously speaks to media almost every day. And what we're hearing is, as I will summarize, that this is a blue-collar team. But Philip Grubauer said nothing changed in his approach. But what has changed is how the team is playing in front of him. Blocking shots, communication, doing the little things, everybody playing their role. And I don't think that the Seattle Kraken individual skaters had anything against Philip Grubauer, but they were a team still forming. And they had difficulty being consistent. Not everyone on the Seattle Kraken roster, whether we're talking last year or at any point this year, has been in a position where they are that go-to guy. There's not a lot of them. There's some of them like a Jared McCann, like a Vince Dunn, like an Oliver Bjorkstrand, even an Andre Burakovsky, that are having to fill that role for the first time. And that's, I think, a lot why we do score by committee, because each one of these guys is trying to level up their game. They don't want to be just role players. A lot of these guys want to be that guy. That's why they came to Seattle. That's why they're excited if they didn't get to choose to come here. That's why they're excited to be here now. And that's powerful stuff, man. That being said, you need to anchor it. See what I did there? I'm wearing my anchor earrings tonight. You have to anchor it with solid leadership. And before we get you out of here today, we're going to talk about one of our leaders, one of my favorite players in this series, especially with his tenacity. And that is the one and only Jaden Schwartz. He, if he plays tonight, which I don't see why he wouldn't, this will be his 100th playoff game 
in his NHL career. And here's hoping it sparks fireworks. Jaden Schwartz, let's learn a little bit more about his journey. That's coming up on this Thursday, on this game day episode of Locked on Kraken. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Now, we are trying to get fancy here on YouTube, but we started OG way. We started on audio. And so I always give love to our audio-only listeners. You can listen on any of your, as Gil Martin from Locked on NHL and Locked on Islanders might say, your podcatcher of choice. But we have a, a squeaky clean brand new partnership with Sirius SXM. So you can listen to Locked on Kraken or any of your favorite Locked on shows like Locked on NHL for the Women's Hockey Spotlight. You can listen to that on the Sirius SXM app. All you have to do is search Kraken and Locked on Kraken will pop up. So the everydayers, you know this. I, I hear you when you say... You want Yanni Gord as the next captain. I hear you. It's even growing on me. And I've talked about Yanni Gord in the regular season. I've talked about Yanni Gord even in the playoffs. But for me, Schwartz and Eberle just give a different type of leadership, whether they're officially the captain or not, that you absolutely need. And so we are going to take it over to first to Dave Haxtell talking a little bit about Jaden Schwartz. And then you'll hear if you uh, either on this episode or if you go over to our YouTube channel and you watch the media availabilities, there's a playlist for all Seattle Kraken media availabilities. There's also a playlist specific to either head coach Dave Haxtell. I know some of you are going to watch that one or to the players individually, but um, I just really want to make sure that we give Jaden Schwartz his flowers because he's doing a fantastic job. We're going to talk about him first hear from Dave Haxtell and then head over to Allison Lucan, who again, you will have heard her in media availabilities asking about Jaden Schwartz for the story that I'm about to show you. But first let's go back to Dave Haxtell. Dave, after yesterday's game, you talked about how Jaden Schwartz provided a burst for your team and tried to get that momentum going. If he plays tomorrow, it's going to be his 100th postseason game. Just what has he meant to your club, particularly in the playoffs? Well, you can look back on performances and, you know, you see what, what kind of a impact player he is. He's, you know, he's obviously been an important guy no matter, you know, what team he's been on. He has that ability to elevate to the, you know, to the uh, to the intensity of, you know, of the moment, the intensity of the playoff level, um, you know, and he, you know, he did, he, he did his best to do that last night and and uh, you know drag us along, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't quite enough. So you heard Dave Haxtell talking about Jaden Schwartz again. Check out the player media availabilities. Oliver Bjorkstrand talked about him. Philip Grubauer in the full interview talked about him, and those are uploaded daily to the YouTube page. Um, Jaden Schwartz joining the Century Club. But let's go to the amazing Allison Lucan, who, again, was in that media scrum asking questions about Jaden Schwartz. And uh, this is what she has up for you Seattle Kraken fans over on NHL.com backslash Kraken. 
Here we go. The Century Club in his 100th postseason as his 100th postseason game nears Jaden Schwartz continues to prove why he's such a valuable piece of the Kraken's playoff rush uh, so this went up yesterday here's here's a fun little tidbit of the 677 active NHL skaters who've played in a playoff game over the past 10 years only 26 have played more postseason games than Schwartz and only 36 have more points and yes, uh, Jaden Schwartz has 31 goals, 34 assists, and 63 points overall. Now in his ninth NHL postseason and on the eve of what will be Schwartz's 100th NHL playoff game, he's once again reminding everyone what a valuable piece of a team he can be. I love a lot of what um, Allison Lucan refers to here uh, looking at the building blocks of the success Schwartz has the second largest amount of shot quality of any of the 133 skaters who have played this postseason uh, 4.56 expected goals in all situation and has fired the seventh most seventh most shots on target he's been a possession driver as well only two other players have more takeaways than the 2019 Stanley Cup winner hey Alexa play Gloria. Anyway, and throughout the postseason, Schwartz has only been called for one minor penalty. And so go ahead and read this article. There's other tidbits here. But if you, again, are someone who is joining us for the live watch parties, you know that in real time, I have been giving Jaden Schwartz praise, high praise, for his ability to work below the goal line. And so the possession numbers, great. The goals, the assists, fantastic, especially when at times we need that, no pun intended here, sorry, Brandon Tanev, we need that turbocharge offensively. And Jaden Schwartz has offered that to us. Jaden Schwartz has been fantastic. I talked about this for the everydayers and the OGs. You know that I am very high and very... Um, I'm very complimentary of Jaden Schwartz on and off of the ice. The Schwartz family, I know by way of Mandy Schwartz, by way of Bray Ketchum Peel, who played in the National Women's Hockey League, now known as the Premier Hockey Federation. She was also a GM of the Connecticut Whale. And I got to get to know a little bit more about Mandy's story and the work that the family does to find bone marrow uh, matches for people who desperately need uh, bone marrow transplants and the like. And Jaden Schwartz has been a part of that for me and knowing again, causes that are greater than just hockey. And so when I saw him in the St. Louis blues, win the Stanley cup in 2019, as was referred to in this article, I was happy for him. I, I got to meet, um, Mr. Schwartz, unfortunately he has passed, he has since passed away. Um, but we talked about, um, uh, I was actually at, uh, it was in 20, was it 2018, 2019? It might've been 2019. And we were at an NHL or excuse me, an NWHL all-star weekend in Nashville. And, um, Mr. Schwartz saw me taking an interest in, um, uh, a donor 
uh, or a recipient of a donation that had come through the Mandy Schwartz Foundation. And he was just kind of asking me questions and stuff like that. And I told him, hey, I, I know of your daughter because I cover women's ice hockey. Anyway, long story short, I'm really glad that I got to know Jaden because I knew his family and more of his sister's story and by way, by proxy through other places. And getting to see his hard work getting to talk to him, getting to hear how he speaks about the media, how he puts in the work, how it's been difficult for him, you know, with um, at times not even being able to skate with the team. And even I'm like, I've been a little critical of that, but the sacrifices and what Dave Haxtell said, you know, everybody loves Schwartzy and they trust him as a teammate and as a player. And I get that. I really do. That comes across in a very real way about Jaden Schwartz. So stick taps or claps to Jaden Schwartz for tonight, his 100th postseason game. Let's make it memorable for him. So wherever you're watching with, with us on the live stream, check the show notes for the link for that. Um, or you're watching in your own watch party. The Seattle Kraken will be hosting a watch party. We talked about that on yesterday's episode. However you're watching or if you watch later on, let's cheer. Let's hear it for the boy, right? Let's hear it for Jaden Schwartz. Let's hear it for the Seattle Kraken. It's going to be a big game. This is going to be a big one. And I know that Dave Haxtell doesn't believe that momentum shifts from game to game. He's all about determination. Well, now is a good a time as any for this Seattle Kraken team to show that they have some determination. We won game five against Colorado. We couldn't close it out in game six at home. The series will bounce around in the same way. So how is Seattle going to do things a little bit differently? They've talked about how much they enjoyed the rest. Can they find a way to get the lead and then close out a series before going to seven? Well, I definitely got ahead of myself there. I got ahead of myself there, folks. We have a game to play tonight. And at the moment, that's all that matters. All those woulda, coulda, shouldas from earlier in the series don't matter. The, the what can be doesn't matter. We have to take care of business tonight, shift after shift, um, period after period. And I believe in our guys. We can get it done. We just got to pull it together. I leave you with that. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to yourselves and to each other. And tonight, we say it loud and proud, whether live, watching live with me or at Climate Pledge Arena, we say loud and proud in unison. Let's go cracking. I'll see you either tonight or on the next episode of this fantastic podcast covering your favorite hockey team, the Seattle Kraken. Peace.